0: Lions podcast it is your host here Ben Miller at Lions Westside on Twitter head on over there give us a follow if you've not done so already Um, we have a game that just finished up here the Bears versus Lions on this Sunday Um, it was an interesting game so we're (laughs) gonna kind of get into it a little bit but before we get into it Let's go over who our hosts are today. As I said, I am Ben Miller. I am your host. Also, we have Jake Cree here. Jake, how are you doing on this Sunday?
1: I'm doing well. Good. I'm doing well.
0: Good. Austin Rudland is also here as well. Uh, Austin, how are you today?
2: Yeah, hanging in there, Ben. Um, you know, I'll just call it a tough sports day. How's that?
0: Yes. It's, <laughs> yeah, so... you. Know, Let's just talk about it. I mean, this entire podcast is just going to be different in the sense of it almost has a feeling, like, after this game, we can't really dive into it and talk about positives and negatives. I just feel like we need to just sit back in, like, our psychiatrist's chair, just lean back, and as they sit there and tell us, you know, how are you feeling? How how are you feeling after (laughs) this one? Because... It was not it was not a good game. Um we the Lions lost. I think it was 24 to around 14, 14 I think. Yeah. So um it doesn't look as bad, but the first half it was I think 24 to 0 and then we just happened to get 14 yeah. points. And it was just a it was it was by far our worst game this season. And it was against the team that many people projected, myself included, that we would win this game. Um, And we played our sloppiest game. I don't know what it is, but any time that we play the Bears, no matter who the quarterback is or anything, they look like (laughs) the best Bears team that they could possibly be. And once again, today is no different than any other time. I don't know what it is, but they've got something on the lions i guess i i don't know what it is but it was a rough game um so i guess i just let's see what you guys i just want to hear what your reactions are from this game obviously my reactions are it was a rough game and we'll get into a little bit um, more specifics about some you know specific negatives later but you know how are you feeling about the game um, The game overall. Uh, Jake, let's start with you. What are your reactions from this game?
1: I was expecting a very good game. I, I, I personally was expecting our first win of the season. Mm-hmm. But I mean, there's mistakes that come with it. But I mean, we just had tons of mistakes and we didn't fix anything. So it was I was disappointed. That was my reaction. I
0: was very disappointed with how the Lions played today. Sure. Um, Austin what about you what are your reactions from this game
2: Uh yeah so I mean going into it I was I was really hoping for a win especially after the Bears game last week um mm-hmm. and they well they only have like it was like 50 yards of offense or something like that yeah, last week Yeah
0: 67 total yards last week and like eight Okay
2: yeah Yeah so I mean, seeing those stat lines, I figured, you know, we probably have a shot. We could get a win here. Especially after how we played Lamar last week. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, rookie quarterback, I'm thinking, you know, come in here, give him some pressure, and, you know, we could probably do something with it. But, I mean, they came out and they drove the ball right down our throats, and they went down and scored, and I said, oh, you know, this is going to be a long day and that's what it turned out to be yeah. <laughs> unfortunately
0: absolutely yeah it, it just looked not good um and, and i think part of the th- i mean we can just start with the sloppiness because it was a just completely sloppy game um our first drive to the red zone a frank a rare frank ragnow mistake of hiking the ball to jared goff when he was trying to come up and adjust some coverage and and it hits off of – the first time I've ever seen this in the NFL, by the way, it the center it's hikes. Dumb. It hits off of the quarterback, and then the, the defensive player intercepts it because it hit off of Jared Goff. Like, what? At that point, I'm like, oh, man. Okay, you know what? We can get past this. And then the second drive, they came down to the red zone, and, and then they – what was it? Like a fourth and something, and then they didn't get it, so it's turnover on and downs. And, and then – One or something. Yeah, it ended up being three drives in the first half that were in the red zone and got no points out of it. Nope, just because of sloppy play. Just sloppiness. And the game goes completely different if those if those plays make touchdowns or even any points. It's a different it's a whole different game. But they put themselves behind early on. Um and a thing that I think we need to talk about in a second is play calling. Um, that for the most part, I think that we've had some pretty good play calling in these past few games for especially our offense. But this seems like it was just awful play calls. We, I mean, Jamal Williams was having a pretty decent running game day. I mean, in general, our running backs are very good. And, then we're on like a we're on like a third and short, and we decide to throw the ball. And then we're like, hey, we're gonna go for it on fourth, and it's like fourth and inches. And we throw the ball. What? 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 Why would you do that? It doesn't make any sense. Um, those kinds of things, where, and, and the reason I don't get it the most is because this coaching staff has talked about they'll find whatever that they're best at. And then they will take advantage of that on the other team. And they had a clear way to do that, and they didn't do it. Um, so that kind of worried me a little bit. What about you guys? Does that kind of, like, does the play calling and stuff like that kind of worry you about from this game? Jake, let's start with you on that one.
1: Uh, the play calling was very poor, and it was very sloppy. I 100% agree with you, but I feel like a lot of the playing was very lazy, and it was just. I don't feel like a lot of playing from the players was like giving their hundred percent today. Um, especially out of Jared Goff, but I was, I'm assuming we're wanting to talk about oh, him yeah. later.
0: Yeah. We'll talk about but, Jared,
1: but I mean, just <laughs> the whole do. team in general, it, it just didn't, it didn't look like they were trying it. It didn't look like they cared about this game, which really is upsetting.
0: Yeah. And I think a tough part as well is like during that first drive, our best, Arguably, our best player on the team and our and our core to this team, Frank Ragnow, got injured, and then a backup center came in, and then all of a sudden the line is not as strong as it usually is, and then you know your core kind of weakens, the whole rest of the team kind of weakens too. But I mean, not an excuse for the kind of mistakes that were that were happening out there. Austin, what about you? Um, were you kind of feeling that same thing with the play calls?
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, sometimes it's just so hard to, I mean, yeah, you gotta, they gotta own up to the, you know, the play calls and I mean, I mean, we're not the coaches, but I mean, sometimes in the situation, you know, the heat of the moment, you know, that's the play call and then, yeah, you can go back and you can look at it and say, oh, you know, maybe we could have done this or that. And, um. You know, one interesting thing I I read on Campbell is um, he's got, you know, one person that's sitting up in the booth going and (coughs) writing notes, taking notes on every single call that, you know, Campbell's making Mm -hmm. so that he can go back and he can look at those notes and he can watch it and see, oh, yep, I did this wrong. And, oh, yep, yeah, I need to work on that. Or, hey, I did this right. Let's do that again. Mm -hmm. So... Um, it was a little concerning today. Yes, but, um, Campbell has the wherewithal to, um, you know, be able to, you know, turn that around and make those rights. So, so, um,
0: I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm hoping that,
2: you know, this ship will get turned around here.
0: I really hope so. Cause I mean, I don't know about you guys, but after last week, my optimism for this team went very high. I'm thinking, you know, our defense showed up. Our offense was showing up in the second half. We almost beat Lamar. J- I mean, we were sacking Lamar Jackson and and creating constant pressure. And I mean, we just saw nothing. We saw absolutely – It just just fell flat. It just died. And I, part of the reason we didn't get pressure is because, again, and early on in this game we had another injury a huge injury uh, Romeo Aquara left and um, it sounds like that's going to be an Achilles injury which will then probably put him out for the for the rest of the year um, so there goes our our top edge rusher our our other edge rusher Trey Flowers was not even in the game so at that point we're you know relying on Julian Aquara, Charles Harris and Austin Bryant and while they're not you know, they're not scrubs. They're not awful. We have a little depth there, but they're not, they're not Romeo Aquaro and they're not Trey flowers and they're not going to get you that pressure that those two are going to get. Um, so it, I mean, in our secondary, the issues that we have there, um, I'm a hundred percent ready to say, will Harris needs to just not be our starter after this year? I mean, we don't have anybody to replace him with, but Will Harris just looks awful out there. Bobby Price is getting just scorched on every pass, and it's not his fault that he's getting thrown into these. You know, Bobby Price, we wanted him for his special teams ability, and and because of injuries, he's forced now into a starting cornerback role. Like, you know, it's just lion's luck that we have to start these guys that are undrafted free agents or – people that we have here really specifically for special teams and we, and we have to rely on them and they just can't do it. Um, So it, I came to one huge realization and it's going to be a long season for us. Lions fan this, uh, this season, a lot of injuries um, keeping some very talented players out. We are out. We are without a lot of our top talent right now. So I don't see it getting much better for us in the short in the short time Um, we can just hope that, you know, we can get good draft picks and then hit on those draft picks to keep building our team. But, you know, we'll probably wait till draft talk, maybe until like next week when we get blown out or something. But, um, (laughs) let, I mean, did okay. So we talked about a lot of the negatives. Did you guys see any positives really in this game? Um, Austin, I'm going to start with you. I mean, it, is a lot of negatives. Did you see anything that maybe you thought of a positive was this from this one?
2: Um, I mean, the one play that stood out to me in the first half was Jared Goff. And it was was like, I think it was third down. Um, you know, they brought the pressure and he was able to, you know, kind of dance around in the pocket Mm -hmm. and, he made a few guys miss, and then he was able to hit. Um, uh, was it Raymond? I think I think it was Raymond for the you know the first down on the, and so I mean just Goff had some you know he had some decent pocket presence on that there. Um, I, gosh, he, he was just super poor though, mm-hmm. and even like Akib Talib was saying, you know, usually he was. Back when he played with them, he was able to, hit, you know, hit those shots. And, right. and now it's just – he was even asking himself, you know, he was surprised that, you know, Goff wasn't making those throws.
0: Yeah, so, so I, I was going to wait till later, but we you brought up Goff, and I think now's a good time. We can come back to positives. Let's talk real quick about Jared Goff, okay? So we are now – are we 0-4 now? I think we're 0-4 now. Yeah. So four games in. Um, we've seen a decent amount of Jared Goff in plays where we need him to just be a game manager. We also have seen him in plays where we need him to step up and, um, make the throws and stuff like that. How are we feeling on Jared Goff right now? Um, Jake, I'll start with you on this one. How, overall through the four, first four games, how are you feeling on Jared Goff?
1: He's, he's really disappointed me
0: okay um anything specific that disappointed you well i didn't have much expectations
1: for him like i thought it would be mediocre play but it's been below average and uh, things that have been bothering me is he's known as an accurate quarterback but i mean a lot of the time it's just not showing this season Mm -hmm. and I mean, he's overthrowing so many targets. Right. I counted today and it was, I I, I can't remember. It. it made me so mad. I mean, he had Amon Ra right wide open mm-hmm. and for a chance and it just, he couldn't do it, you know? And, oh, man, Jared Goff. <laughs> and he's just, ah, I, he's fumbling way too much. He's got to hold on to the ball. It's just, it's just mental things and yeah. he's saying he's saying that oh we're gonna change the mentality in Detroit we're not gonna make mistakes anymore he said that Lions fans have had a lot to be disappointed about in the past but they don't really have anything to be disappointed about anymore
2: yeah, I no more gut punches yeah I uh, was
1: <laughs> I got a pretty bad gut punch today after this game so
0: mm-hmm. I
1: mean he's just telling one thing he's just not doing it you know yeah. he's all talk
0: Yep. okay austin what about you how are you feeling um i mean for me
2: coming into the season i i was one of the people that had you know some pretty good expectations for him um i mean you could even say i had high hopes uh i mean so far he's he's had some you know some really good throws that he's been able to make um he's been able to make some good plays and then there's the other times where it's just like I'm you know hitting me hitting myself in the head or you know shaking my head I'm like how are you a, you know starting NFL quarterback right now and it's I mean at the same time I'm like I kind of, uh, I don't know, like at points I wish that you know, maybe we would have taken uh, a QB like a Justin Fields, but <laughs> yeah, then um, I mean, at the but at the same time, I'm thinking I really like Penny Sewell so far and, you know, I'm just hoping that we can kind of just ride it through with Goff. Well, luckily
0: then... there's a good stud of a quarterback coming up in this draft um no thank you we'll talk about that later on as well not uh, not yeah. today we'll talk about it in later weeks when we start getting a little bit closer <laughs> um, he's the only good quarterback in this draft right okay so let's <laughs> real quick um so I guess I'll talk about it real quick I want to talk about it too um Jared Goff um Lions fans are split with Jared Goff I've heard many Lions fans talking about you know we can win games with Jared Goff Jared Goff um can Easily lead this team to wins. Um, he's not the problem. Well, he's not the problem, but he's certainly not the answer to get us wins. Um, however, I would say in this game specifically, he hindered us quite a bit in, in losing this game. Um, multiple times, Jared Goff, like like you said, Jake, he's supposed to be known for being super accurate. No, I did not see that today in this game. There mm-hmm. were multiple plays, like a, like a fourth no. down play near... Near the end, where we were trying to get a little comeback rolling, fourth down, we were almost, you know, next to the goal. Uh, a little out route, uh, raw. i think it was Aminra—had him had him beat yep. very easily, and Golf completely just overthrew. I mean, just awful throw. And, and the thing is, like, his stats are getting padded a little bit, where it's looking like he's got a lot of completions and, and a lot of yards. That's just because in the first half, he's not doing anything and missing all of these throws. And we'd like to just keep running the ball. And we can't do that because we get so far behind because he's missing these throws that now in the second half, we have to do little, little easy throws here, there, there, just to try to get the ball down the field. Um, one thing I will say, I did like, um, from him today that I've had an issue with him in the past couple games is if the pocket collapses a little bit, he tries to go for a little bit of a run. And, and if he, if he's got like five or six yards to the first down, he'll kind of try to fake and act like he can run and make that. He's not going to beat anybody with his legs. Um, Instead, this game, there were a couple times that I saw him keep his eyes downfield. And when he started to like, leave the pocket a little bit, instead of trying to fake somebody out and get two yards and get, you know, fourth down, he kept his eyes downfield. And then when he moved out of the pocket, he was able to hit somebody deep or at least at a first down range. And that is a huge like addition to something that he was not doing. So I'm glad that I at least saw that. But Jared Goff is not the answer here in Detroit. A hundred percent. I think, and I feel bad for Jared Goff because this is, this is what I see happening here. Jared Goff is like the plug that you put into a boat that's got a huge hole in the bottom and you're trying to get all this water out, but you can't get the water out while there's still a hole there. So you plug in this thing and then all of a sudden now we're get this is the season we're getting the water out, right? We're getting all of the bad players out. That's on our team. We're getting all the crap out. The Jamie Collins is the anything bad contracts. We're getting it out. And then what we're going to do, in this next draft is get the patchwork, right? We're getting the patchwork on the bottom to, to get the boat all shirt up. Once we get that on there, the cork's no good. We don't need the cork anymore. So we're throwing the cork out and we're going to get a new bit, a new bottom to our boat with our new quarterback and we'll be ready to ride. But Jared Goff is not it. He's a stopgap and that's about all he's going to do here. I think he's going to be here for a season as our star- as our starter for sure, I think I would be very surprised if we don't get a quarterback in this next draft with the draft capital that we have. And I think we get a quarterback and, and it would be a possibly good scenario for him to kind of sit behind Jared Goff. Again, while we're while we're repairing this boat, we don't need our, our new guy to come in and get a crack in him, you know? So let's just wait till everything's out so we can be ready to go when the new guy's When the new quarterback's ready to go, we'll have our boat fixed and repaired and ready to ride. But, you know, Jared Goff is just not going to be that guy for us. And I hate to tell Lions fans who are sitting here saying, Jared Goff is not the answer. He's not the answer. Um, I mean, I'm sorry. They're saying that he's not the problem. He's not the problem, but he's certainly a problem. He's not Mm -hmm. the problem. He is a problem, though. And and he's a problem that's going to have to get dealt with. Rather, sooner rather than later in my book um so okay talked about Jared Goff let's and that is our negatives now and let's see uh, any positives we ta- we heard from Austin on it Jake did you see any positives from this game
1: you know I actually have three small positives that could help down the line uh Jamal Williams looked looked pretty good on the ground today that mm-hmm. that's a positive for me yep. Khalif Raymond uh made plays and that was positive for me it yep. was Good to see um, one of our one of our wide receivers who I didn't really expect to do much to do something. Mm-hmm. So that was good for me. And also, the Bears did, had a lot of penalties today, and we had a lot less penalties, and that looked good to me.
0: Yep, yep, I agree. I think they did kind of did a little bit of work on penalties and stuff, which is you know that will also kill you. But I mean, it's it's very easy to overshadow having decent game with penalties when you're still getting like blown out like that. But yeah, I, I agree. That is a positive. Another positive that I have, it's actually a different wide receiver. I think once again, Quintez Cephas is showing that he can be a solid starting wide receiver. Maybe not wide receiver one when you have actual wide receivers and not on the lion's team, but a solid wide receiver. Um, He had a, a career high receiving yards today And I think he looked pretty good. I think that why I think that Quintus Cephas, like I've always said, I think he could really be um, a good starting wide receiver. And I think it's somebody that we're probably going to lean on as a lot of these wide receivers that we picked up are one year wide receivers. And, and we're going to probably have to do a little bit of, um, you know, free agency or draft work to get some, some new wide receivers in here. I think Quintus Cephas can be a guy who continues to build along with Amon Ra and, And that can kind of be our core for our wide receiver. We're going to need a wide receiver one somewhere because I don't think Quintez Cephas is that, but he's definitely capable of being wide receiver two on, I think any, almost any team. So that was my positive that I see from this game. Um, So we've talked about in our previous podcasts about things that really give us hope, right? Give us hope for the team in the future for this season or something. Do we have any hope for specifically this season? I mean, this was a game I thought could lead the lions to their first win to kind of start putting some games together here and they just looked bad. And so I originally had a prediction this year of like six and 11. I'm, I'm not sure we get to half of six wins even. Um, What are your guys' thoughts? Is there any hope for this team in this season? Uh, Austin, I'll start with you. Are we doomed for to be the first? I mean, is it not the most fitting things for the Lions to be the first team to go zero and seventeen with the new games, or, or do you think it's that <laughs> that maybe we can fi- hang on for another year?
2: Oh man, um, <laughs> that would uh, that would that would definitely be the the Lions' way to start the the first season of seventeen games. Right. Um. Oh gosh, do I think it will happen?
0: No. <laughs> okay. Who, do I want who do it to you, happen? Who do you think we beat? Like realistically, looking at the schedule. Oh my gosh. Who is it that you think we could beat with the game we sure played as today? Sure Not the Bengals now. Yeah. Who is it that you think we could beat? I mean, I was okay. I was really hoping
2: that we would be able to, you know, beat the Bengals, but I mean, with the way they they've been playing, that. I I highly doubt that. Right. With the way we're playing. But I mean,
0: I think we did we, take.
2: I see one we, game. We did play the Ravens, and you know, I mean, we held them to seventeen or whatever points, and yeah. But it's all about results. We lost. Okay, but you got to take the positives, and you know, you got to look at what we actually did in that game. Yeah, but and then see we, if we but can then we look at the next game,
0: another team. But then we look at the next game, and none of that continued. So you can't use that as like a hey, we're this happened, it's going to continue on, because it didn't.
2: Oh my gosh, it's so hard for me to argue for the Lions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's... Okay, I'm going to say, you know, with the the way the Lions' luck has been, and, you know, over the last— Yeah, I I honestly wouldn't be surprised if
0: we go 0-17. I see. I'm looking at our schedule right now. Maybe there's, one win. I was going to say, there's one, maybe two teams I see us winning. For the rest of the season and one is the, Maybe eagles, the eagles and one is the falcons that's the only two games i see us possibly winning this year anymore because falcons are just atrocious and eagles i'm still not convinced on them but eagles have started to play well so that could be a pretty pretty easy loss for us as well if we continue to play like this jake what about think- you what do you think i of-
1: I think we'll get lucky with a quarterback injury or just a solid player injury against us. So
0: I'll give us three wins. The lions get lucky. I doubt it. Uh, Yeah. It looks like the refs
1: liked us today.
0: I, Oh man. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, it's tough, man. It's tough because, you know, we all came into this season thinking, okay, we can't look at the wins and losses this year. It's not a, it's not a year to look at the record, right? That's not what we want to – that's not how we're judging this team this year. We're judging on are they getting better each week? How are things looking? And then week by week they're looking better in certain aspects, and then this happens. And you're like, ah, what? And then injuries continue to pile up on the Lions, and we're just – we're bare bones right now. Like we've got – like – I'm pretty sure they might put out like our kicker is one of the edge rushers soon. Like we got our team is like nobody right now. We are okay. going off that we are
2: we're either number one or number two for the most like the most cap money that's on our IR right now that's injured.
0: I mean, it's insane, which is it's insane. All of our like top players are out right now. Let's see if I can just do it off the top of my head. I saw it earlier on Twitter, and I'm trying to think of it off the top of my head. So we have our top two edge rushers out. We have our top cornerback out. We have our top replacement for our, corner, our top cornerback out. We have our top left tackle out. We have our now Pro Bowl center out. We have our top wide receiver out. I mean what? And that's not even taking into account Jamie Collins that we just got rid of. That helps, that helps, that helps. Does anything help anymore? I don't know. It's just it's it's a time of the Lions where we are all just in exile and hurting and the rest of the NFL is making fun of us and we're sitting here sucking our thumbs, hoping it hoping it gets better and Hoping and praying on this belief that Dan Campbell can turn things around and that the reason that we're not doing well is because of the bare talent that we have on this team and wanting to continue to find positives where in a game like this, there just was not any, hardly any, um, so I guess with that, let's talk about the next game that we've got coming up. We've got Lions Lions versus the Vikings. Oh that should be gosh. a fun one, right guys? That should be a oh, fun C- division oh. meal and Woopy
1: and Jefferson.
0: <laughs> Kirk Cousins playing some of the best football he's ever played with yeah, Adam Thielen and Jefferson and Dalvin Cook. Oh gosh. This is going to be um, – all right, I'm going to say it should now. We, should
2: we take bets on how many yards that Cook runs?
0: I was just about to say, let's talk about <laughs> if you have any of these um, Vikings players on your fantasy team, 100% start them next week because it's going to be rough. Phelan always
1: has a good game against the Lions. so
0: Apparently so does any starting quarterback. So, I mean, new franchise quarterback – You know, they will do well against the Lions. Um, But yeah, so is there any chance you guys see the Lions come out of this game with a victory?
1: No, we're not good against the Vikings, so I don't see it.
0: We're not good against teams in general, so I don't I don't know. I didn't think that the Lions were going to be able to get the Ravens, although the Ravens game plan was pretty much stop the run and keep Lamar in the pocket. I don't know how you game plan against Vikings. You have to game plan, keep Dalvin from running, which they couldn't even do against David Montgomery. Then they also have to keep Kirk cousins from eating up the, the awful secondary we have right now. There's just not a chance. I mean, there's just the only way that this happens is if it's a shootout and, and we're able to like get one lucky break and, from what I've seen from Jared Goff, he's not going to be having any kind of, you know, toe-to-toe match with any kind of quarterback in the NFL. So I'm putting this down as a loss. Um, mm-hmm. So I guess real quick, let's let's throw it over to the thing we think we know for that game. I'm going to start uh, Lions loss. That's the thing I am uh, almost 100% wow. sure. Wow. There's a, there's a cop-out. It's something I think I know. I, I don't have to, like... It's not like a betting thing. It's just something we think we know. I think I know that. <laughs> what about uh, okay? What about you, Austin?
2: I'm gonna say, Cook breaks two hundred yards.
0: <laughs> again. <laughs> he did that last time we played him too. <laughs> All right, Jake. What about you?
1: Thielen gets two touchdowns.
0: I I okay. I'll switch mine. I'll say that Thielen and Jefferson <laughs> both get two touchdowns. Jeez. Yeah, it's going to be a rough one for our secondary. All right. Well, with that, that's going to go ahead and end out our somber stories for today. Um, as always, make sure you're following the podcast. We are on our anchor.fm site, we are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and we are now also on YouTube. Um, putting that up, that's been. kind of cool to see that so make sure you head on over to our youtube channel as well west side lions and uh, give us a follow give us a comment rate us and we'd love to hear from you until next time go lions